welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and we're talking about one of my favorite topics today menu planning. I'm one of those odd people who loves menu planning, but I pretty much love planning in general, but menu planning tops my list. So I'm really glad you're here with me today to work through this episode. Because seriously, who doesn't want to save time, money, their sanity, reduce stress, eat healthy, and avoid that dreaded question, what's for dinner? It sounds great and we'd all love to do it, but how do we get there? So menu planning helps us to answer pretty much all those questions I just stated. So I have a pretty jam-packed episode today. It's filled with tons of tips, examples, ideas. So stick with me. I know there's going to be something that's going to appeal to each of you in some way. And I hope to get you in the habit of menu planning if you're not already. And if you already are, but you find yourself in a rut, then I hope this episode will give you some encouragement to keep going. And if you're already a diehard, habitual menu planner, maybe you'll gain some new ideas to jazz up your weekly menu plan. So menu planning is always my biggest encouragement to women to get into a routine with with the hope of making it a habit. You're going to get out of the habit at times and routine, but for the most part, it's going to be just part of your everyday life. This is an area that's going to look different in each household though, because each of our families is different. There is no right or wrong way to menu plan. And I encourage you to at least give a method a try for a month to see how it works for your family, tweak it and change it, But my hope is that in that month's time, you would begin to form a new habit. Menu planning, it helps you to make healthier choices for your family. And then more of your cooking is going to be made with wholesome ingredients. I mean, there's nothing worse than not planning to eat leftovers, tossing them right, buying duplicate items at the store that are already in your cupboards, or wondering what you're going to feed your family at six o'clock in the evening. It not only saves you time and money, It saves you time because it's going to minimize your trips to the grocery store and it saves you money because it's going to clear out the leftovers in your fridge and you're not going to be tossing them. And I am one of those weird people who loves to grocery shop. I mean, give me the choice of a grocery store trip over a trip to a mall any day. And when we travel for vacation, I really get excited about visiting new grocery stores. But now as I share my love for grocery shopping, I still prefer not to have to visit my local store more than once a week because it's just a savings of time and money. So for me, my current meal planning is weekly. And I've had moments in my past where I've planned meals monthly and bi-weekly. But for us as a family, I've settled into once a week pretty comfortably now. So I'm going to share some favorite tips with you before I get into my system. I don't do all these every week. Some I don't do anymore. I've done them in years past during different seasons, but I'm just going to throw some ideas by you in case they appeal to you. Um, And first off, when I first started meal planning, I bet off more than I could chew. As a young bride, I really thought that I could make these spectacular gourmet meals every night. Well, that wasn't reality. I learned to keep my meals simple. And one thing I still like to do is almost every week, not always, maybe it's more like once a month, I try to add in one new recipe periodically for variety, um, just to see if it gets a thumbs up 
and it can get inserted into the meal planning cycle. Plus it helps with my cooking skills to just venture off my normal routines and try something new. A big tip is marinating your meats. That can be a best friend. I love the ease of dumping that meat out of the bag to cook and add a simple starch like rice or quinoa or couscous and just some veggies. Really simple. Um, The crock pot's a great tool for that too. Doubling recipes to freeze is a huge time saver for those busy nights that you see ahead on the calendar. Having an extra meal to just pull out of the freezer the night before and just dump in the crock pot the next day, that's great. Make sure though that you label your freezer meals well because even though you thought you would remember what that bag of frozen stuff is you put in the freezer only to pull it out a month later and have no idea, no, I've never done that, right? Oh my goodness, too often. So label those meals. Flexibility is vital in meal planning. Your schedule is going to change on the fly at times, and it's okay if you plan to make a great dinner for tonight and it didn't work out and you're having takeout pizza instead. Move it up a night in the schedule. Meat can be frozen, and many times other items can be worked into other dinners or lunches. My weeks sometimes have meals that carry over into the next week just because of last minute changes. Because here's the reality, if my hubby wants to comes home and he wants to take me out to dinner, I'm not going to say, no, sweetie, I already planned soup for today. I'm gonna take him up and go out to dinner with him. <laughs> Prepping is a huge part of meal planning and one we don't think of how much time it really saves us. Because if you're already in the mess of, and I say mess, it's not really mess, it's kind of fun. When you're already chopping veggies for dinner, you can just cut up more for another meal that you're going to need them for later this week. Or how about just cleaning all your salad greens for the week? I like to wash and store my greens when I get them home. Make sure you remove as much of the water as possible. A salad spinner is a great kitchen tool to have on hand. It makes that task almost effortless. Store your greens in a large bowl with a paper towel on top of them to absorb moisture, and they should really last up to seven to 10 days depending on the freshness of the greens. I cheat a lot. I keep frozen veggies on hand for soups and stews. I love to have frozen chopped onions in my freezer, and I have canned beans of all sorts and canned tomatoes and jarred spaghetti sauce. Those are favorite staples I keep on hand because you can put together a to emergency dinners with those types of items. And as I'm saying, emergency dinners have tools like that on hand. Think of simple things like rice and beans and salsa, because for us, like rice beans, salsa bowls are huge ones, or spaghetti or canned chicken or tuna helps me to wick up, wick up, whip up chicken or tuna salad. And there's also nothing wrong with having frozen pizzas in your freezer. Some nights are just hard, and it's so great to have something easy and on hand to just throw into the oven. There are some great options nowadays, too, in the freezer section for fast and easy meals. Make one meal a week planned to have it a clean out the fridge day. It's fun to see how creative everyone gets. Just throw all the leftovers out on the counter meal plan and shop on a schedule. For me right now, I meal plan on Sunday nights and I grocery shop on Mondays. And I have done this for years and it just works for me. Some weeks it doesn't work, but for the most part it works. And I talked about this earlier, but as a young bride, again, I didn't come into marriage with great cooking skills. I started as a young bride with simple meat, basic veggies. And initially when my husband and I were first married, 
We had a lot of box mix items, but as, as time went on, I got more adept in my kitchen skills and the box mixes were less and less, and I became a bit more creative in my meal planning. My point is, ladies, offer yourself much grace. Begin where you are at and stick with it. It's going to get easier over time. It's going to start to feel a little more comfortable. I promise it will. And if your husband is a great cook and loves to do the cooking, cook alongside him and learn from him. So I want to share with you my simple meal planning method. I call it my simple method in a nutshell. And I'm going to go through it really quickly here. It's pretty basic. And I have posts on this. I'll talk about that a little more as we go down here. But the first thing I always do is I look at my calendar for the week. I note days when I need a quick meal or we're having company or going out. Pretty simple. I start with my calendar. And then I usually start with a piece of scrap paper. And I say this, I kind of always have a running notebook going on in my life. I don't know what I'm going to do with all these notebooks when I'm done, but I always have a notebook. And that's what I use to write notes and meal plans and scraps of how I'm going to meal plan. And I just keep a notebook with me that's always with me. It kind of sits with my planner on my desk. So I kind of start and I write down each day of the week. You know, I'll write down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And under each day, I'll put a B and an L and a D for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I have my handy master list and a few cookbooks that I may use for the week and I start planning. I make sure to see what's in my fridge or freezer or pantry that I need to use up and I try to work all that in my meal plan. If you do things like make a freezer inventory list or a pantry list, those can be really helpful when you're sitting and planning. That way you already see what you have on hand and what you'd like to use up. So because my menu plan, it's usually pretty foundational on what I already have. And I do plan all three meals. I work leftovers into my lunches and it does. it is kind of fun to see how creative you can get with that. So for me, when my scrap sheet looks sort of finalized, I neatly, my handwriting needs much to be desired, but I transfer it to a favorite menu planning sheet and I'll link to it in the, um, in the show notes and I put it up on the fridge. I make my grocery list from the menu plan, making sure to check what I already have on hand so I'm not double buying items. And I always make a note in my menu plan to mark if I use certain recipe books or where, where my recipes came from so I don't have to try to figure that out. And then my list is my grocery list. I write it out the kind of in an orderly manner, you know, so I separate into dairy and you know, canned goods and veggies. And I sort of lay it out by my grocery store that I shop at. Just works for me. Um, At the bottom of each day, I'll write if there's anything special I need to plan for the next day. Like, do I need to thaw something out? Is there company coming for dinner? And now at the bottom of my menu plan in in that area, I write down healthy snack ideas for the week. So I, instead of like wanting to grab a cookie, I can grab some veggies and some dip or something. That's some option, better options for me. At least it makes me think about it. And then the last thing I like to do is I do keep all my old, not all, but I keep a good hunk of my menu planning sheets. And then I have them to look back for reference because after you gather a handful of them, you kind of are making your own menu planning site with them. (laughs) So I really want to encourage you to just get started menu planning. And one way I'd love you to do this is if you're not sure where to begin, and this is sounding overwhelming to you. I want you to check out my online menu planning course. I'm all about simplifying your tasks here at Thankful Homemaker. And this menu planning course, it's my first one of hopefully many more to come to encourage you in your homemaking. But it's it's video driven, ladies. So 
and it's also self-paced. You can do it in one sitting. You don't have to. If you do it in one sitting, this course takes you just a little over an hour. There's an ebook included with a good overview of the course in it, and it has some great printables, and it's super affordable. That was my mission here at Thankful Homemaker. Once you buy it, it's yours to keep. So at the end of the course, when you've gone through it, you will have put together your own customized meal planning binder, and it's going to have you meal planning in just a few minutes each week. Right now, when I sit down to meal plan, I can probably do it easily in 15 minutes or less. You're going to be cooking just the meals that you love to cook and the meals your family loves to eat. I think you're really going to love it. So I'll link to it. Check it out. You can watch the introductory video for free on it, and you can take a peek at it and see some of the reviews from some of the ladies that have purchased it already. And before I leave you, I have a few ideas, some quick ones here too. Some other ways to meal plan. You can meal plan for a week from only the food you have on hand in your pantry and fridge. This is a great way to save money and declutter at the same time. This, that was really a really helpful tip. I've done that a few times throughout the year and it's huge. I love doing that. My husband loves it too. He loves watching us eat all that food that's been stocking up that we don't get to. So, um, And plus I save a lot of money by now grocery shopping that week except for maybe essentials. Another one is meal plan from your favorite grocery store sale flyer each week. I used to do this as a young bride. I don't do it so much anymore, but I used to do this. You can monthly meal plan. You can write out a whole month's worth of meals and you can choose then to shop weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly that way too once you do that. You can have a theme night, right? You can think think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all have different themes. You can have Monday slow cooker night, Tuesday's beef, Wednesday's chicken, um, Thursday's fish, Friday's pizza. You could have Saturday's super salad night, pasta or beans night on Sunday. You can have a, a meat-free night. You can have a leftover night. You kind of get the idea there. If you Google that, you'll find tons of ideas online too. Um, you can plan together with your family. Sit down and let them meal plan with you. What would they like to eat? You can have a lot of fun and set up meal planning boards in places like Pinterest for each meal category type of food. You know, you can have boards for breakfast, boards for lunch, boards for dinner, or you could do boards for beef or chicken or seafood or pasta. I utilize um, Pinterest a lot for my meal planning. And also, again, as I was sharing earlier, I have at the blog two more detailed posts on menu planning that I'll put in the show notes. If you will, if this is an area that you just really want to start to get under control, one of them is called... Um, menu planning. That was part of my Homemaking 101 series back quite a few years now. I don't even know the year. Another one was called What's for Dinner. And my last tip and one I really want to encourage you to in is to just resolve to do it. Whatever this looks like for you and your family, find a simple system that works for you. Try it for at least a month. If you're not happy with the current plan, change it. There's no rules. Again, there's no right or wrong way to do it. But I can guarantee you, ladies, if you would start menu planning, you would not want to go back to waking up and trying to decide what's for dinner. And my favorite quote, because it's like my only meal planning quote, (laughs) is from Julia Childs. She says, people who love to eat are always the best people. I love to eat. So I'm going to leave you with my favorite reminder today at the blog that Jesus is enough always. 
Thank you, ladies, for spending a bit of your day here with me today. You can find the show notes from this podcast at thankfulhomemaker.com. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends and leave a review or at least rate the show wherever you listen into podcasts. It helps others to find it. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. So have a very blessed week, my dear friend. Mm-hmm.